I'm Meg. I'm Drea. I'm Tina. And I'm Jis. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Before we dive into this week's topic, let's talk about what we're working on this week, Drea. Yarn barf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is quite the uh, the tangle. Yeah, I'm down to the end of... Worst. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you get the worst yarn barf, dude. I'm not lying. She's not... (laughs) Like, I am down to the end of a cake and um, everything collapsed. It's just a tangled mess. So I am unraveling that and reballing it because that's the best way to handle um, the end of cake yarn barf. Mm-hmm. But as for projects, uh, I have finished my Celtic Myths fingering shawl. Woo! <laughs> But um, but I'm currently working on the Adventurous Cardigan by Hoji Locatelli, and I am using Cloudborn Fibers Pima Cotton DK. I started this at the beginning of the year, and now I'm going to finish it maybe before Rhinebeck. Woo-hoo! It's my goal. Yes. Rhinebeck sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. I have gotten so much knitting done in this last week. Like, yeah. I feel like a whole new person. You seem Yay. like it. Mm-hmm. Tina? I am continuing work on my own Rhinebeck sweater, yeah. the Ingalls sweater by Caitlin Hunter. I am using String NYC's Dolcetto DK uh, in light gray, dark gray, and red. Yeah, it's pretty good. I am still on the damn collar. and. <laughs> But you're getting there. I will get there. I just, you know, once I get past this ribbing, I think I'll, we'll start flying. So excellent. Jess, I am still working on the edging of the Shalloween by Heather Zepetti. I haven't brought it up in a while. So I am using um, Dragon Horde's yarn in Butterbeer and the Wild Hunt. And I'm pretty sure they just re-released the Butterbeer for um, they did. some nice. upcoming events. So it's real pretty. It is a really pretty colorway. I don't know if the Wild Hunt is coming back, but um, if it is, it's it goes together very nicely. I, I haven't worked on it a lot because we've been like dying a lot of yarn, but <laughs> now I have, I have the perfect opportunity to do this. So I'm hopefully going to get, you know, like six stitches on this done and it'll be it'll be all good yeah hey it's getting there it's getting there progress is progress i'm going i'm going it's getting there it is that's her rhinebeck shawl since she won't be making a sweater yeah so we're all working on a rhinebeck project essentially yes Mm -hmm. gotcha Mm -hmm. okay what about you meg oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) to everyone's surprise i am still working on jazz gal by mary anarella i am almost halfway done with one sleeve yeah of, of two <laughs> listen listen i'm just about to break into my last skein of hedgehog fiber skinny singles in the colorway pet rock and i can't wait to actually wear this sweater it's gonna be good i'm gonna get it done by right back i have to i, I have to well it's you know what it is it's like at least with the sleeves they decrease yeah they get smaller yeah but i hate knitting sleeves it's well. definitely not my my favorite thing be sure to check out our website, pardonmystash.com, for more information, as well as pictures regarding our current projects, patterns, and yarns. So the format of our podcast today is going to be a little bit different because we are going to do another Q&A episode with questions from our listeners. Yay! <laughs> 
Thanks for listening. Every so often on Instagram, we will post um, a story asking for questions, comments, anything from from listeners that we can answer on the podcast. Every so often we do one of these episodes. Um, So we have a list of questions that some of our listeners sent in, and we are going to be answering them today. What do you got? The first question, actually the first three questions, um, are from Ashley Corinne. And we're going to start with, how do you find knitting friends? I think you said it best earlier. Go on. Oh, said if you if you can't find knitting friends, homemade is fine. <laughs> yes. I, I personally made two of the three knitting friends at this table. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how I, I have made knitting friends. Most of my knitting friends, um, uh, I taught how to knit. It's good to share hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as, as, as I did say, I did not force it on them. No. I did not, not push the needles into their hands and say, you must knit things. I waited to be asked. She well, did. you were always you were always doing it. Though. I was like I was. every time we got together, you you had the needles, you had the yarn, and you were making stuff. And I was like, I want that. Looks that. like fun. But aside from making your own knitting friends, how do you make knitting friends? In today's day and age, I feel like it always starts with social media and then moves out mm. into real life. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I feel like it's a good way to vet if you actually want to be around a person mm-hmm. <laughs> before you. That's commit to an in because it's like once you're in person it's like okay well you know we we decide we're gonna meet up i can't just like leave after 15 minutes after mm. i decide that i don't like you and <laughs> it's like, i can i know you can <laughs> but it's just awkward you know so it's like it's i feel like it's almost almost like online dating where mm. you just kind of like you know chat feel with it someone out. feel it out maybe you follow each other on instagram check out each other's stuff comment on each other's posts and then like you start in dming each other and then it goes from there that sounds magical and then it does it, and then love, and then love. <laughs> no. well yes um, yes and but honestly if the love I, of friendship i do know and i did and i talked about this we had like a friend episode where we talked about how to make friends and stuff like that um and i'll bring it up again uh bumble has a platonic option it's a it's an app and um is it free it's free and i think i don't even i don't know i never used a paid option so um but you can filter by like interests and stuff so you can literally look up anybody who just has like knitting or crochet or fiber arts or whatever Mm. in their um interests that's really neat yeah and then you can just all right i just want knitters click and then just give you a list of people who've Hmm. mentioned knitting so there's that I feel like you can also scope out your local yarn store and, you know, oh, see yeah. who shows up. The old-fashioned mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Go in, sit down for knit night. The places yeah. that still have knit nights post-COVID. Yeah. And see if you click. Yeah, and meetup.com, too, still has that, too. Mm. If you want to do the whole check out a group and see how it goes. For those introverts out there, make sure one of the extroverts that you allow to adopt you <laughs> is also a crafter. Oh, and there eventually you go. it'll show. It'll happen. There you go. <laughs> the magic will happen. That's true. Um, Ravelry also has a lot of, um, you know, they have their forums page, and there are a lot of local forums where people will post um, local meetups, local knit nights, stitch and bitches, etc. Um, so you can always look on Ravelry, see if you, there's a, a local board that's close to you, and look for anything that might be nearby. 
I have another option. Mm-hmm. Test knitting. Yeah. I've met yep. so many people. Like, mm-hmm. because typically when you do a test knit, the designer will throw you into, if as long as you agree to it, they'll mm-hmm. throw you into a some kind of social group, either on Instagram or email or so, whatever. Some chat. Some yeah. chat that you can, like, go back and forth with other people. And I... I know when I do test knits, like especially if it's like an Instagram chat, I you can open up like the details of the chat, and I just literally follow everybody on the test mm. knit chat. Yeah, <laughs> and then like because I want to see their progress too. So that I I've met a lot of people that way, especially yeah. when I started doing Instagram last year. So it's a really good way. Mm-hmm. I also feel like there um, is something to be said for just parking it somewhere with your knitting or your crochet or your your craft your hobby and hope that nobody weird shows up (laughs) you know what they may be your kind of people though they could be your kind of weird i mean we're pretty strange yeah i'm weird Hmm. i'm pretty weird i mean no jess but (laughs) (laughs) and and there's jess but (laughs) i'm more overtly weird jess is more I'm just trying to imagine Jess doing any of the things on this list. Aside from find an extrovert to adopt you. Yeah. That's that literally the only thing me, you man. would do. There's no way Jess is going to go sit Amber on a park bench. work too if you don't have a local extrovert that you want to be adopted by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Jess on Bubble kind of cracks me up. No. <laughs> Swipe right, Jess. <laughs> or left? What is it? I don't even know which way. Right is when you want to meet right somebody. Right is when you want. Okay. I See, don't know I'm, how I know that because I've never been on any of those sites. But a okay. likely story. That's me. I'm up on Tinder <laughs> every it's single a meme. night. Can you imagine? <laughs> don't even have time. No thanks. Our second question. Stay calm. Okay. Uh, wait for me to that. wait for me to finish the question okay. before you freak out. All right. Fine. If Fine. you had to give up knitting forever, yikes. <laughs> what other hobbies would you pursue? Bury myself in a hole. <laughs> no, no, no. I got this, though. All I right. would probably pick up a musical instrument. Oh, oh my God. You much, would be a trumpet okay. person. Much to everybody's <laughs> detriment. Trumpet or saxophone. It would be brass. Um, Some kind of it brass. It probably would be brass. Um, I currently have a finger piano downstairs. Mm-hmm. I, I got it because the, the notion took me. Because I was like, yeah, I want to learn that. And then I got it, and then I realized I had to tune it, and I am not a musical person, so <laughs> I could not tune it, and I do not play it. <laughs> you pulled it, but you scratched it, and you heard it. It's true. <laughs> Props to anybody who got that reference. I'm just... Um I'm just dying at the image of you like walking in the house with a saxophone and Frank just sitting on the couch and being like, oh, no. I would love to learn how to play the saxophone. I, I'm sure you would. Would Frank love it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no. For my current living situation, would Tina and Pat love it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. I don't think it would bother me. <laughs> I love how you just assume that I will be practicing when you sleep. <laughs> in the middle of the night. It's about time to break out the old sex. In your bathroom sit-tons. under our master. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I feel like you'll be doing. That's, oh where, that's where the best echoes are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yeah, musical instrument. So, probably. you would take up a musical instrument. Yeah. All right, Tina. Um, so, based on my history of interests... I would say it has to be something I can collect because yes, you need something to collect. Yeah. Because when you, you when, have like a magpie b- brain, yeah. you just 
Because like before you, see it, you want it, you before keep it. I was focused on fiber arts, it was Japanese alternative fashion. Yes, Lolita. And I had that whole collection. Yes, you did. It was quite the collection. It was quite the collection. I know how much Beautiful. it cost because I sold it all at one point. So um, to oh, to Pat's happy, happy cheers. He was so happy the day I sold all that. Um, but um, yeah, and then before that, I'm trying to think. I think before that, I was like collecting like computer memorabilia. I don't really do that anymore because I don't build computers anymore. That's fair. Now I just like, you can just do it online and they do all the, building for you and they just send it to you it's not as cool anymore (laughs) um but yeah so i don't know exactly what it would be maybe rocks i don't know i would just have to collect something i do like rocks i do too i I also have some rocks yeah Yeah. same same i I collect some rocks i'm I'm gonna go before jess because she's gonna have a sizable list (laughs) Um, so if i if i had to give up knitting forever i think the thing that i would probably spend most of my time on would be writing um, I do like to write. I do write in my spare time. What spare time? I've got like one book going right now that I'm working on that I just started three months ago, but it's kind of stalled because I spend more time ri- uh, knitting. <laughs> so that would probably be my thing. I would I would spend more time on writing than on knitting. All right, Jess, lay it on us. What Dude, would you do? I don't know. What wouldn't I do? Like, <laughs> does it have to be something Hang on. new? Hang does on. It- I have a question. Like. Is there going to be anything on the list that you don't already do? Well, that's what I'm trying to think of right because now. Because you already do so much. I do do a lot of things, and they're just sort of in so various let's, let's forms talk about it. of what do you do? hiatus. What do you do? Wood burning. I do do wood burning. I do glass etching. Glass etching, which is really fun. I do painting. Um, I write digital write, art. Digital art. I've got minis. Model building. Oh man, I got Legos for Father's Day. It was great. Um, <laughs> embroidery. Embroidery. I got that going on. Um, I did macrame before, but I didn't really like it all that much. So I probably want to go back to that. But dyeing yarn. Um, well, I'm doing that right now too. So yeah, there's like so many. Th- I mean, drop spinning. I guess I could like get better at wheel spinning, but that's what you do. So I don't really need to. Oh. I didn't know we were basing our hobbies on what we needed. No, I just, you know. That's not the point of the hobby. Just in case the apocalypse hits and we need to share our skills. If we are relying on me to spin the yarn, we are going to be waiting a long time. I'm slow. I grow some pretty good peppers. I'm growing indigo right now. I would be a really good, like, gatherer based on my collecting (laughs) skills. I would be like, yeah. Actually, I do have wilderness skills, so I could probably uh, help you pick out the food that you can See? actually eat. Yeah, there I would go. just collect everything, and there then Dre would be like, 60% of that is poisonous. And Jess yes. can MacGyver everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've played instruments before. I mean, I haven't done that in a while, but uh, woodwinds and brass, I have some uh, Oh, yes, the trombone. The trombone, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I played the trombone for two weeks in fifth grade. Luke, man, the trombone was... Okay, so I went from flute to trombone because we had no trombones at my school and so he was like hey we have like way too many flutes two of you can be a trombone and then we'll have the tuba player be the first trombone because he knows how to use a brass instrument that was basically (laughs) and but so so yeah trombone i mean you know i'd like to uh, i did piano for a little bit but i I, i've always wanted to learn how to play a harp so maybe maybe that's something Go big, Jess. <laughs> and a violin, but I feel like I'll like. Kill I don't some know ears why, here. but I just yeah. had a visual of you like on stage coming down from the sky on a moon <laughs> playing <laughs> the harp <laughs> in like a really big, flowy, 
fiery gown of some sort. <laughs> Just like, la la la. Can I buy some pot from you? <laughs> <laughs> you ask if the person who doesn't I do don't pot. Do pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. That's funny. Good Lord. No. Yeah. I did candle making for a while. I got paid oh, for that. Canning? You do yeah, canning? Yeah, you do canning. That, yeah. Yep. Baking. <laughs> Guys, I think learning how I'm to just, play the tuba would be fun. This is you know what? You know what? That's could, even worse. I I want I want you to go home. I want you to tell Frank you're going to take up the tuba, but I want you to record the reaction because I really want to see it. I'll do my best. Okay. Wait, can we start a band? No, I would love <laughs> to. You know what? You three can start a band. I'm I'm all set. Dude, I'll man, be the no, conductor. Can you so be the band manager? Yeah. Okay. As long okay. as I don't have to be the roadie. You don't have to perform. Marching you're not the band. I'm done band with man. marching band, man. Can you... Dude, no. Imagine, like, you're playing a brass instrument, which is basically you're spitting into an instrument yep. for miles. Yes. And you have to empty that. Yep. And you're out of breath, and you're hot, and you're sweaty, and you're walking, and your feet hurt. And no, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I, I did my time. I just want to like <laughs> get the the tuba and then walk behind Frank and do the the oompa music. Yeah, the oompa music. You know, I feel like he's gonna love that. He won't. I was just gonna Ready? adore it. Ready? Pardon our sounds. Oh, you know what? I feel like we'll be saying that a lot. P.O.S. We'll go from P.M.S. to P.O.S. Be great. Well, we're doing really great on the acronyms. What Never you- was a true tagline for a band. <laughs> well, because, okay, Dre is going to play the, 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 the tuba. What are you going to play? I will also occasionally play the finger piano. Okay. I will do the banjo or the triangle. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe both. I could do both at the same time. If you hang up like what both. about like- a ukulele? Oh. <laughs> Jess, are you going to go back to the trombone? Oh, washboard man. <laughs> well, I'll be the manager and I'll take care of scheduling all those gigs we don't get. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I feel like this answer got a little out of hand. I feel like the moral of this story is knitting needs to always be a thing because the alternative is really bad. There's a reason why we're knitters. It's okay. really, really bad. <laughs> Is that what you want in the world, listeners? No, nobody no. wants POS form, okay? <laughs> I think the world is good. The world All right. Cannot contain us. What else we got? Last question from Ashley Corinne is What's the most rewarding pattern you have ever completed? Completed? Completed. What's it called? The blue one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's staying in. Oh. <laughs> Would you, could you be a little more specific? <laughs> The blue one. Yeah, oh, the, the shawl. Yeah. The shawl. Okay, you could have said the blue shawl. Yeah, it's the only blue one I got. I, I don't have a lot of blue Okay, projects. yeah, it's not like me. I know. It's all not like me. Everything blue. is blue, okay? Um, it's fine. Oh, it's called Branwin. Branwin. The Branwin shawl. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember who does it's that. It's really pretty. But it's the it's the Branwin shawl, and it was my first shawl. It was the most complicated pattern that I did. And I only say that because... It is the one pattern that I have ever done where I could not watch TV and knit at the same time because mm. I needed to read a pattern. Yeah. And it was not charted. And it was very pretty. It was very pretty. But it was very rewarding. And I overdyed it. Yeah, you did. I did. And it looks it looked better over mm-hmm. It honestly. Did. What color did you use for that? Was it sapphire? Yeah. Yeah, I love that color. Yep. It's a good color. 
Anybody else? The I Am Dragon Shawl. That, oh, one, that one took yeah. me forever. Yeah. That's really and it was pretty. long, and I actually finished it. But then there was also... And you finished it quick. Yeah, I know. I really wanted it. I mean, I'm still sewing in those teeth, but that's that's okay. But then I had I did a pair of um, gloves. Well, they're, they're like sort of fingerless. They have the fingers, but they're not... Well, they're not covered. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're like called half fingers. Yeah, and they're called tipsy, and I love them. And the reason why that is rewarding is because I made two of them. <laughs> <laughs> We're all proud of your sacrifice. <laughs> and if you look at them, they're they're really not all that good. They're basically like ribbed gloves. Yeah, like I, just, I'm really now looking back on it, I'm kind of amazed. But yeah. you know, what? you had to do all those finger gussets. I did have so. to do the finger gussets, which was like kind of the only super. But I finished both of them in time to wear them for the season and then i promptly forget where i put them every single year and never wear them excellent That's exactly what happens the one um that i did was the orchard house shawl by oh abby, i love by that. Abby oh, Goodman. Yeah, a good one it took me forever actually it didn't take me forever it only took me like a month because it was a test knit i think it was my first test knit yeah it was the first test knit i did and i did it in hundred ravens yeah. In their fingering weight. It was a whole lot of bobbles. And I was so proud of it. And then I sent it to my great aunt in Portugal. Aww. So I don't even have it. Oh, it's so pretty though. <laughs> but I'm really... I'm sure I've she said, appreciates I've it. I've said this before. She <laughs> went to her tailor to get matching pants. <laughs> to match I love it. Because she was so pumped about the shawl. So no, that's I'm great. good with it. <laughs> Fantastic. What about you, Meg? I would have to say I'm torn between two. I think the big one is the, the Feodor capelet mm-hmm. um, because that was, first off, my first knitted garment. The first time I did short rows, it was also the most extensive color work project that I had done and it's have so done. Pretty. I love it. It's so pretty. <laughs> um, and the other one that I'm, I'm really proud of, and I actually have not done any sort of big reveal on this because I blocked it right before it got warm, so I can't really wear it is my walk through Aspen scarf, mm-hmm. um, which is a big, big, big cable project. Um, it was actually a lot of fun. And I, I towards the end, I got a little bit bored because it was like a 19 row repeat. And I think you had to do it like 23 times. So it was, it was very long. Um, but by the end of it, I was, it was kind of getting to be, you know, kind of by rote, but I was really excited. I loved how it looked. Um, I will probably not knit it again, but I love it. I'm very happy with it. One and of these days, I'll get around to doing a, sh- a shoot with it. Yeah, because I knitted out of that cumulus, yeah. which is not really, you know, scarf, winter scarf like yarn, but <clears throat> I don't care. It's going to feel really good. Well, it's winter scarf yarn now because you made a winter scarf. Heck yeah. It's going to be soft. All right. And from username Scrappy Cruiser, we have Can You or Do You Ever Pair Different Weight Yarns in the Same Project? I mean, sometimes. Not often. When? I haven't made it yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) That hat that you picked up that yarn for, and then you found out that you couldn't knit with it? Ah, so pairing. Yeah, pairing. pairing. the two. That's I didn't even think about that, because I'm sitting here like, no, I would never do that. Why would I do that? Yeah, that was the the minted hat uh, by Drea Renee Knits, and I haven't knit that yet either, because I haven't gotten yarn for it yet i made the mistake two years ago of buying a a hat pattern with yarn 
that was really pretty and really soft and I got home and started winding it and then realized as I was winding it that my hands were starting to itch and then looked and both of the yarns were alpaca content which I am very allergic to so Drea took it off my hands as she has done many times in the past when I've been an idiot and bought alpaca yarn (laughs) I don't know why that keeps happening no well now I always look I always look at the fiber content um because that is my lot in life but i didn't used to i used to just haul off and buy whatever and, yeah but that was a what a dk and then a um yeah it's a dk and then like a lace weight and uh, yeah it, a lace um mohair, mohair. Yeah. surrey alpaca mohair um, it's called Odang. It's really, really nice by Farmer's Daughter. It's because you Actually, touch it and you go, oh, dang. That's yeah, nice. it's, it's really <laughs> well, pretty. there's probably a lot like that where you mix the mohair because yeah. mohair yeah. typically is like lace. Yeah. 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 Lace so and, cobweb, yeah. and people and people always pair that with like fingering or DK or yeah. whatever. Mm. Honestly, anything you could. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't maybe not bulky, but can you imagine Ooh. like mohair with bulky? Ooh. <laughs> It'd be pretty bizarre. That. How bizarre. Awesome. I'm just sitting here thinking about like you know a sweater knit and chunky and then then like you know cuffs knit out of like worsted and I'm like oh that sounds so weird why would you do that because then you get a tighter cuff so just go down a needle size but like if you don't have another like, needle size right on you but you have the smaller yarn and it's in a different color for contrast I still wouldn't do it but you I feel could. like I yeah, mean I suppose I you like, could but I would not yeah I haven't act um yeah, I feel like um, if, if the pattern took me, I, I could and would. I think if the, yeah, if the pattern calls for it, that's one thing. I don't think I've ever seen a pattern that does it that way. But, um, you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility. I'm sure there is one. No, the only time I've ever done it was actually like really in a pinch for like, it's going to be on the edge. It's mm. a bind off. I ran out of yarn and I'm not oh yeah more so i just find something that can get that done that's close enough that works and then you can also use it on stuff like too like if you're doing the scarf that has those like tassel things that that doesn't need to be the same weight or anything like that you can use different size in adding any sort of embroidery or whatnot to it the different weight doesn't really make a difference so long as honestly in that case sometimes uh, using a bigger weight is better because you can see it more against Mm -hmm. Against the knitting. I guess uh, just to sum up, um, we don't typically mix different weights of yarn in the same project, but under the right circumstances, we could. Yeah. If you're really good with your tension, I suppose you can like do it and make it not noticeable. And that's all the time we have for today. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, Check out our Patreon or our website at PardonMyStash.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more fun friends and fiber at PardonMyStash.